Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of CBIA's BizCast. I'm Shannon King. Sorry for no episodes last week, but don't worry, we're back with new conversations. I recently talked to Robin Fiala, Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Otis Elevator, headquartered in Farmington. I asked Robin about her 30-year career at Otis, how the company adjusted operations during the pandemic, and her top advice to young professional women she mentors. As always, please share, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I really appreciate your support these past three months. And here is my conversation with Robin. Well, Robin, how are you today? I'm great, Shannon. Thanks. How about yourself? I'm doing well. So I'm really, really excited to talk to you today. So first of all, I want to hear about your career at Oda. So can you walk me through uh, your career with the uh, company? Yeah, thanks, Shannon. Uh, this is actually my 30th year at Otis. In fact, it's almost my 30th year to the date. I started working for Otis essentially right out of college uh, in the New York City operation, really doing almost every job on the front line from selling to supervising mechanics, running a P&L, and really learning, as I sort of like to say, from the ground up. I really was able to later leverage that experience and go on and do many different roles, including leading the America's Sales and Marketing Organization. And now I'm leading that function at a global level. During my tenure, I've, I've traveled the globe, visiting almost every major market around the world. You know, I spent a significant portion of my time in Asia. You know, This was, of course, pre-COVID times. But, you know, I've been responsible for releasing, you know, some of the industry's most innovative products like our Gen 2 offering, our compass dispatching system. And now I'm just excited for really a historic time for Otis. You know, we've recently returned to our roots as an independent, publicly traded company. And as a result, the focus of our organization on really ensuring that we execute our growth strategy has really never been stronger. Well, first of all, congratulations on 30 years with Otis. Um, that That's a pretty long time to spend with one company and to be able to do so many different things at one company. That's really incredible. So what sort of projects and initiatives do you oversee as vice president for sales and marketing for Otis? At Otis, you know, we operate in over 200 countries and territories around the world. We have 69,000 colleagues and more than 1,400 different branch locations. And being able to deliver our scale and deliver truly the highest quality in each one of those 1,400 branches is what truly sets Otis apart as a global leader. Whether you're at the Burj Khalifa, which is the tallest building in the world, or in Chicago at the Willis Tower, where we're currently performing one of the largest modernizations in the world, you know, customers across the world choose Otis because of our industry-leading reputation. This is echoed in our mission to be a world-class, customer-centric, service-oriented company. And really, as the industry leader, we can't stand still. In fact, in my role, my team is leading the transformation of our go-to-market strategy, just like in the B2C world. Customers in the B2B world are going digital. You know, they want to interact with us on different digital platforms, and we need to evolve and meet them where they want to do business. You know, this change has been accelerated significantly during COVID. I believe the latest stats I saw just the other day indicated that in the last three months that we saw more movement than in the last five years, which is, of course, hard to believe. 
Yeah, absolutely. So can you talk a little bit about Otis's history of innovation in Connecticut? I'm thinking of the manufacturing industrial boom in Connecticut. Um, How is Otis a part of that history? Yeah, Otis has been headquartered here in Connecticut since 1976 when we were acquired by UTC. You know, it's also our home of the our worldwide engineering facility is also in Farmington, which plays a key role in our company's product and service innovation. Here's where we design, you know, new products and services. For example, our flagship elevator, the Gen 2, was invented here. It revolutionized the industry by replacing the traditional steel rope with belts and made the elevator ride smoother, more efficient, and really eliminated the need for a a large extra machine room space. Also right around the corner from our headquarters in Bristol, really practically across the street from ESPN, is where our team of engineers can test their innovation in our 28-story test tower. You can spot that when you're at Lake Compounds. It's really that, that maybe that strange tall building that you might see with hardly any windows. The tower is a little less than 400 feet and it's got 13 different elevator hoistways for us to test our products. It's our largest test facility globally. Think of it as our test playground for our engineers. It's a place for them to play and test and troubleshoot our products. It's also equipped with our quality assurance center. I talk about it as our, really our ability to shake and bake the equipment, you know, to push until it fails so that it doesn't fail on our customer sites. It's also an important part of how we innovate as a company, as it gives us our capability to test really a wide range of systems for all different types of applications that we can use all around the world. Connecticut is also home to our 24-7 customer service center called our Otis Line Facility which is co-located with our Otis Service Center and Part Center in Bluefield. The service center is really the hub of our service business for the Americas and allows us to ship parts all, all over the Americas. In addition to the work we do in Connecticut, we're also proud of the, our ability to give back to the state and the people here as well at all, all levels of the community we serve. You know, I, I really share Otis's passion and commitment to our, our STEM programs because as a company and as a society, We need more engineers, more women engineers. I happen to be a female engineer, something that I'm very proud of. Um, In fact, Otis supports six Connecticut teams participating in FIRST Robotics competition, which inspires young people's interest and engagement in STEM. You know, we're also part of organizations that enhance the communities like Special Olympics. You know, specifically, we, we supported the Connecticut Special Olympic Winter Games for decades and the Summer Games for more than 40 years. I want to know more about how Otis operations have adjusted during uh, the COVID pandemic. So we're about uh, three and a half months or so uh, into the shelter in place in Connecticut. So how have operations uh, shifted during the pandemic? Sure. Well, as you can imagine, um, we never imagined that our separation from UTC, United Technologies, would have taken place amid, you know, what we what we can just call sort of a very dynamic environment. And as we are in the life safety business, you know, so many of our frontline employees, our service technicians, have been on duty since the beginning. You know, whether in hospitals or infrastructure, really anywhere they're needed to help people you know, keep people moving. And it really shows the the resiliency and the demand on our service business, even as customers face really, you know, some of the most extreme difficult times that we've ever seen. Many of our employees continue to work from home. 
and we're providing them the proper PPE and you know guidelines for safe working conditions, as well for our colleagues that are, are working in the field and in our manufacturing operations. It's also important to help focus our teams on key priorities while we reinforce our values. Our people and their safety are really at the heart of our business. And throughout the pandemic, you know, we've worked closely with our customers and key stakeholders to really support them and continue, you know, to have safe operations. And now we're collaborating them, which is, you know, exciting now to really collaborate with them on how we reopen their buildings, you know, really in, in many, many parts of the world. This includes collaborating with them on things such as guidance and signage for practicing social distancing in elevators and while riding escalators, you know, using our technology to help limit the number of riders, as well as, you know, purification products and touchless solutions. That's really great to hear. Uh, Certainly riding an elevator and being with many different people at the same time on escalators is going to be quite a challenge in, in this new world. So it's great that Otis is on top of those efforts. So for my last question, I wanted to ask you about your advocacy for professional development for other women in the workforce. So can you talk a little bit about that and why is that important to you? Yeah, thanks, Shannon. You know, I'm I'm proud and grateful for Otis's commitment to diversity and leadership. Right now, about 33% of our executive team are women, and I expect that will grow even further. Our president and CEO, Judy Marks, is deeply committed to inclusion and looks for diversity in thought. And this is evident in the diversity of the Otis leadership team, but also the diversity on our board of directors. You know, most importantly, you know, their diverse background, their knowledge they bring and their experience um, from from a variety of different industries will help govern us. For me personally, early in my career, you know, I worked for leaders that really allowed me to take take on some challenges, tackle leadership assignments that were stretch assignments that helped me grow both professionally, but also personally. And throughout my career, I've, I've looked for opportunities to pay that back and share my perspective and experience with other women throughout the organization and throughout the globe. You know, I travel, as I, as I mentioned before, all over the world, and I weave in time to meet with women who are looking for advice and direction for development as female leaders. This extends, you know, far beyond sales and marketing function. I'm lucky in my role to meet people in all functions, you know, all around the world um, and in every market around the world. I see hunger for this connection. What is the top piece of advice that you offer to young women uh, that you meet at Otis and in other companies and other industries? What's the top piece of advice you offer them for professional development? To have the courage to take that stretch assignment and have confidence in themselves that they they will succeed. I really like that. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. It's true. It is. It's, true. It, it's totally <laughs> true. Robin, thank you so much for talking with me today. Great. Thank you. For the latest COVID-19 information, visit CBIA.com. Follow us on Twitter at CBIA News and on Facebook. Call us anytime at 860-244-1900. Stay safe out there.